0: Hi everybody and welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Sebastian Jesperson and Stan Rapp. They're the authors of Release the Power of Entangled Marketing, Moving Beyond Engagement. It's great to have both of you with us.
2: Thank you. Nice to be here.
0: What is entangled marketing? We know what marketing is, we think, although I think I feel like things evolve every second. <laughs> what do you mean by entangled marketing?
2: Entangled marketing is a new business model uh, that leads to an enduring mutually rewarding relationship in the internet era. It's the new way that we keep customers. What happened uh, when we first met, I shared a story with Sebastian about my being at an airport Mm -hmm. and buying a magazine to take my mind off business on a business trip. And there was an article in there titled Living in the Quantum World, written by an Oxford professor. So being an amateur scientist, uh, I uh, was fascinated in reading it to discover that the fundamental principle in this quantum world of very small particles uh, is called entanglement. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it occurred to me that that's a terrific metaphor for what is beginning to happen now uh, in the digital age. When I talked with Sebastian about this and said, theoretically, that could be the future of marketing, he corrected me and said, not theoretically,
1: that's exactly what we're doing.
0: You know, in the title, you put moving beyond engagement. So what does that refer to?
1: Well, there is a lot of agencies out there or a lot of marketeers talking about engagement. But the, uh, the fact is simply today that an average consumer is getting bombarded with thousands of messages every day. We disengage as fast as we engage. We all know that we like something on Facebook or YouTube, uh, et cetera, but the brain is simply not calibrated to re- uh, remember. Yeah. So there's, there's a need for, uh, for something more as, as we're getting bombarded that is every awakened moment of our lives, that's a brand trying to intrude. And that is really uh, why I fell in love immediately when Stan mentioned this quantum uh, physics uh, metaphor. Because these two particles that are entangled are starting to act as one. So the two that you as a brand are marketing to a a consumer and mainly because of uh, a digital platform are doing that more and more aggressively, then instead of looking at, at marketing should be something that you do with. Right. Uh, as advertising, the, the core term of advertising means turns toward. And uh, I believe that, or we believe that that a lot of brands today are simply doing a lot of what we would describe in the book as non advertising
0: non advertising right. You, that, that, <laughs> that was something that uh, caught my eye. non advertising again, how would you describe that as opposed to advertising?
1: So, so non-advertising. Uh, we, we all know that, that obviously, when we turn on the TV, uh, most in, uh, on TV in uh, the TV commercials are simply not relevant. Coming from a different country here, when, when I turn on the TV, and there's so many uh, pieces of advertising for pharmaceutical companies for diseases that I've never heard about. Uh, they obviously are relevant for a very few, um, but for the majority, they're not. We also all know that we are getting retargeted when we have been looking at product or even more importantly, some of us actually purchased that product. Mm-hmm. Then we get a piece of advertising if you're still interested. And that to me is simply non-advertising. It has absolutely no value for me as a consumer that i received this, uh, this messaging. The idea be- behind, um, behind entangled Marketing is that, again, the brand is doing something with the consumer.
0: Right, because I would say at the core, I mean that's sort of a fundamental tenet of the book. It's what you do with the customer rather than what is done to the customer. Right? I mean that is that the shift in human behavior that that you base the
2: book on? Yes. Uh, When you look at the the fabulous five—Apple—and we're talking about Amazon, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Facebook, Google, Google, and and Microsoft, and Microsoft, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, those, those five companies are the, uh, the steel and oil giants that once dominated yeah. the Industrial Revolution. Yep. And those five companies represent half of the 10 companies that together comprise the biggest companies in the world. And it's all happened so fast. Uh, what do they have in common? Not too much, but one thing they do fundamentally is entangle those who come to them online in an experience that becomes part of their life mm. forever. Okay,
0: so how, give us an example. How does Facebook entangle? I mean, you can so go there for one the, thing and you leave with another?
1: The mere fact is simply that an average consumer today spends more than, than half of your waking moment or half of your life online. So, Is that true? Really? So, so, so that, wow. that That's simply a fact. And when you spend so much of your life together with someone or something, uh, and then you can't talk about engagement any longer. You spend part of your life. And I'm quite sure that both Facebook, Google, uh, Amazon, et cetera, are not measuring their, their success in engagement. They're simply measuring how much of your life do they have. Mm. how much do they actually bring of value to any awakened moment of our lives? So if you think of of Google, well, it's not only about the search engine, it's also about the the videos that we watch, the music that that, that we hear, the Gmail, and and the card that they're coming out with. They're simply inserting themselves into parts of our lives that they were not there before. And that is what what they're competing uh, Mm -hmm. for, that is share of our lives. How we are looking at it is simply that they are providing value to something that consumers they value.
2: Mm-hmm. So that led us to the new book, which right. will be out later this year, titled The Battle for Share of Life. Uh-huh. It is a battle. <laughs> and it is a battle. I mean, so Amazon comes out with the Echo, which suddenly puts a digital assistant in your living room. And of course, within two years, it is followed by Google Home mm-hmm. and the Google Assistant. And now AI gives us this new world in which we have a choice between which digital assistant we're going to have working with us. Right. And uh, of, of course, Google also now has their own phone to battle the iPhone. Mm-hmm. So these five humongous Companies continue to gobble up more and more of our life. It isn't only the five that do this. But when you look a little farther down the ladder of size of company, you get to American Express and IBM, and you go down so further, you get to Threadless and the BarkBox and other startups and even the smallest company all the way up to the fabulous five. The new thing is shared life. Right. And,
0: you know, you talk about these, the Carnegies and the Rockefellers, Mm. the Amazons and the Googles.
1: C-Suite Radio.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling
2: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Let's talk about smaller companies that have sort of, you know, used this idea of entangled marketing. The ones you mentioned in the book, which I thought were so unique, you talked about, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A, that, that's a popular company. Tell, tell us how Chick-fil-A is doing this and executing.
2: Uh, it's a fascinating uh, company, as you yeah. know. Uh, now, some people watching may not have Chick-fil-A in their immediate area, to their own loss. Yet. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but throughout the South and many other parts of the country, uh, Chick-fil-A is a very much appreciated brand. with a very much uh, different quality product. At the same time, they also are devoted to an entangled relationship to the point where we talk in the book about just one of the things they do, which is called the furry animal sleepover. My God, what is that about?
0: (laughs) When I read that, I was like, the furry animal sleepover, where is this going?
2: (laughs) So the family, the parents come in with the five-year-old kid who who brings in to this sit-down meal. The plush animal, you know, the furry animal, that is a pet and actually leaves their beloved pet Mm -hmm. for one of the uh, Chick-fil-A cows, you know, they use the cows as spokespersons. Yeah, it's their mascot. Uh, And uh, the next day comes back to breakfast and learns what happened with their furry animal Uh during the night before. just think of the kind of involvement we have here. Just think of the impression on the five-year-old uh, who now has a lifetime ahead to continue eating at Chick-fil-A right. and getting to know the cows and uh, how they misspell everything uh, and right. the of fun of it. Right. So it's sort of how one experience leads
0: into the next one and tangles into the next one. Exactly. Um, Lego, you mentioned, John Hancock, Sebastian, there were a couple yes. more. There's a lot I, of people doing this on the smaller levels,
1: below for, below the moguls. For sure. That I don't think that there's sort of a, a single company out there that you can say that are, are truly now uh, embracing it. But, but we are seeing definitely small signs of companies that are doing more than just mere uh, engagement. If you take uh, <clears throat> Under Armour, creating a, a new um, set of apparels that are simply measuring how you are doing your, your workout, how you're exercising. So it's not just what Nike and Adidas and, and the other companies are doing out there, creating a program for you. It's actually measuring, are you doing it right? So it's taking that data set and are creating a, a customized and a truly personalized program to you. And again, what if you think about the notion, one with one, you are giving the data to Under Armour, mm-hmm. and they're giving you back a personalized training program saying, Well, now you're probably doing too much. Hmm. You might uh, overstimulate the muscles, uh, or this is you should train a little bit different. So, suddenly, from going from a, being a, uh, an apparel company, they're almost becoming a, a healthcare company or personal assistance within exercise.
2: Fascinating. Yeah, if I may add to Please. that just a bit. The founder of Under Armour has said that he wants the company to be part of every waking moment of that person's life. Wow. And even goes beyond the training in sports activities to what you eat and everything else that has to do with uh, good health. And uh, actually sells a scale that, uh, of course, goes to the cloud with the information sure. about how you're doing. Uh, Nike is still out there with... They're longstanding, wonderful training ideas. But Under Armour came along and became number two almost overnight with new thinking. Right. And there's always the next one who comes out to challenge the leader.
0: Like you said, the scale of what they're doing. That's not what they intended, but it's just incredible, the evolution you see of these brands. Um, We're out of time, but I have to ask, all that said, is this book for the entrepreneur? Is this someone trying to grow their company? Who do you think is best suited to read
1: this book? I would say that that any any uh, C suite uh, should uh, should have a read because I think fundamentally, um, again, this is share of life. You 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 simply can't phrase it uh, any way differently. Uh, moving forward, uh, Amazon just announced late last week that and that the goal with the personal assistant is that you can have a normal conversation with it for 20 minutes. (laughs) It's not about ordering anything and phrasing it any differently um, would simply be a mistake. They are becoming part of our life. So I believe that anyone uh, looking at at a startup to hopefully uh, the CEOs of these companies should have a a read because at the end of the day, uh, even though that not many I believe have used this term before we, we made it up. That is what, what they do. And, and, um, and these companies fundamentally, they need obviously to be extremely careful because once you start to entangle, trust becomes extremely important. Right. But you can certainly break that relationship with the consumer. And as as any other person that you entangled with in your life, it could be your husband, your wife, et cetera, if that breaks up, sometimes that could be a mess.
0: Something else, um, real quickly, what I love too, which I haven't seen, is um, you have QR codes at the end of the book because, as you <laughs> said, things are constantly needing to be updated. You know, this yes. is all moving so fast, this idea yes. of marketing and entangled marketing that for the moment you publish it, things have changed. So I love yes, that sir. the QR codes, if you want to stay in touch. So uh, congratulations on this book and we look forward to reading the next one. And thank you both for being here. Thank,
1: thank you for having us. Thank you.
0: And if you'd like more information on the book, just go to our website. It's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV.